Welcome to another episode of Ananda Marga DharmaCast. And this is a podcast series where we're looking at different issues and topics in spirituality using the teachings of Sri Sri Anandamurti, the founder of Ananda Marga. We're using his his teachings as the point of departure. So today, um, our, our topic at hand is how to please God. And it's based on a discourse he gave called Pleasing the Lord, which is found in his book, Ananda Marga, Vach- Ananda Vachanam Ritam, part one, excuse me. And this one, I'll read a little bit about it and we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk up what that means. So he begins by saying, to attain parama tattva, or the supreme stance, there are three recognized means. Jnana, which means intellectual knowledge, karma, action, and bhakti, devotion. So everybody has accepted, and Shankar Acharya, who has been considered the greatest philosopher in India, has also said in unambiguous language that devotion is the best approach. So bhakti is greater than jnana and karma. What is bhakti? The root word baj, which is the base of that word, means moving towards a supreme entity without any second thought. When all your sentiments, all your aspirations move towards that singular entity without any second thought, then that psychic movement of yours is called bhakti. So this is how he begins this discourse. And basically, he's, he's here, he's saying that, you know, in yoga, there are different kind of paths that people follow. Someone says, I'm a, a kiyani, and, and they're a student of, of philosophy. And then someone says, I'm a, a, a karma yogi. I'm going to just work and please God that way by my service. And, but the devotional approach, um, according to Shankaracharya, who he cites here, and he was the greatest philosopher in his time, he went all over India and he would, he would have a debate in each village you know, about the philosophy. You know, he always won the debate. In fact, it's because of him that Buddhism disappeared from India. So he was the greatest intellectual at that time. But even he, when he came right down to it, he said, but actually, even though I'm a great intellectual, but when you come right down to the point of how to get salvation or liberation, he said, devotion is the best path. So in this little essay, it's not, a, it's not a long one, he goes into the different ways in which uh, people pursue this path of devotion. So some people, he mentions that, you know, like, if there's any kind of imperfection in the devotion, it won't work. You know, so like if you, he, he uses a case here, someone's mixing a, a metal and they mix a little bit of something else into it. You, know, you get a different metal, but it's not really the, what it was before. And this doesn't work with bhakti. So you have to have a pure devotion. It's not like I, I'm, I'm praying to God, but maybe he'll also do something for me. That's, that's not, that's not, um, this, you have, you have an alter, a motive. You have another motive besides um, your relationship with God. So he said, you have to have it pure. So he said, one of the best ways is that someone says, okay, I love you, God. I don't want anything for me. 
And the reason I, I, do, I love you, I, because I get pleasure from it. It's, it's enjoyable for me. Chanting and whatever, you know, I, I get pleasure from it. So that's why I do it. So that's one form of devotion. But he said that you have to go beyond that. And he said that going beyond that, there's another form of devotion where the devotee, the, the, the worshiper, is saying that I'm doing this to give you pleasure. So that's that's selfless kind of devotion. So this kind of a approach, even like according to the great intellectual, is is Shankaracharya is is actually the best means of, of of moving on the spiritual path. It's good to know, you know, knowledge is, is good, and, and it's good to, to do service, it's also good. But finally, that all of those things, whatever we do, should be um, move in one direction. That's why the word is, means to when all the mental flow moves towards God without a second thought, that's devotion. So, so we so we're pleasing God. So, in fact, one of the secrets of meditation is that when you meditate, you should meditate with the idea: Why am I doing this? It gives pleasure to God. So sometimes you feel, oh wow, I'm struggling here. My my leg hurts, my arms hurt, my knees hurt, everything, and I'm here. But but then if you think, oh, but at least this is what He wants me to do, that helps. But there's another secret of pleasing God, which is not mentioned in this essay, but which he has cited in so many different ways, that you have to take a psychological approach to this whole um, this whole situation. So we look at it this way. If you look at it in the physical world, if you want to please some parents, some, some adults, if you if you take care of their children, they they will like you. They they will be pleased with you. Yeah, you, you did something for their children. So here we have the opportunity that if we consider all of humanity is the progeny of the supreme progenitor of God. That's what really what it's all about. If you if you look at humanity as as God's offspring, God's children, and you serve them, then you're serving God and you're pleasing God. So, to put it in a nutshell then, we somehow have to focus all of our attention. It's not easy, but that's what it means to make our, our, our mental flow move in one direction, move towards God. Now, in this philosophy, it's not mentioned here, this is only a very little essay, of course, that you can't do this 24 hours a day. You're not going to sit down and meditate or a prayer, pray or anything. You have to work in this world. So that's the trick of it all. So the trick of it all is, um, is what another solution that he proposes is we should make objective adjustment. And, but uh, objective adjustment, but our approach should be towards God. But we have to adjust. So like if you have to go to work tomorrow at 9 o'clock, you have to go. There's no, there's no way out of it. But 
that's not the goal of your life to go to work at nine o'clock, you know, and to do your your physical job. So the way to transfer or to move that is to consider all of that activity, all of the things that you're going to come in contact with. You're, you're moving the things created by that Supreme Creator, and that's what your work is all about. And if you keep your mind always on the idea that wherever your feet touches, that's divine place, and wherever your hands touch, that's something also created by the divine. So in your daily work, if you can do that kind of adjustment, you're, you're doing your thing, but you also your mind is still fixed on the goal. And then if you can then settle down into your spiritual practice and make it pure and take out any ulterior, I'm not praying for anything, I don't want anything, if you can go like that. And then finally, if you can reach that stage where you feel that your your physical your spiritual practice is to please God, I'm doing this to please you, then that's great. And on the side, if you will, when you're not praying, you're not meditating, if you will serve humanity, you take this approach and this and this becomes the main thing in your life, then you will certainly please the Lord. So this is it. In a nutshell, we have to do what we can to please the Lord. And um, each person, each one of us has to figure out how to, how to manage that in terms of the kind of life that we li live. But the ultimate thing, we, we shouldn't be that different from each other, that we're trying to please that Supreme One who has um, brought forth this great universe that we exist in. So that's um, what I wanted to say for today. It's a short one. And I thank you for coming here and listening. And once again, I remind you, <laughs> once again, I remind you that um, this is part of the, a podcast series called Ananda Marga DharmaCast. And it's available in audio form on all the podcast platforms or also from our dedicated website, dharmacast.com, or you just search on the podcast platforms, Ananda Marga DharmaCast, you'll get it. And so it's there. So if you, if you please subscribe if, you, if you're listening there. And if you have a possibility to leave a review, you can do it. And someone asked me recently how to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It's easy. You go to the, the program and go to the, um, not the particular episode, but to the, to the place where they show all the different episodes. And you scroll down. You keep scrolling, and then at the bottom is a place to leave a review. So if you can leave a positive review, um, that will help more people to find this platform. And if you're on um, YouTube, please um, give it a like, give it a subscribe, and come back again. So I'm going to be more and more regular here. That's my vow. That's my, what I want to do. I can do it. There's no problem why I can't do it. So if this is helpful to you, let me know. And then we'll continue on and on. So thank you very much. And I conclude with Namaskar. It means I salute you with my mind and all the love and cordiality of my heart. So I hope to be back with you again soon. Thank you. Yeah.